the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody, this is Rob McCoy, Pastor Rob McCoy, guest host for SoCal Live. And actually, today we're going to call it Liberty Station, and you're boarding the Freedom Train. And and I got that that title, Liberty Station, uh, growing up in San Diego. My father was a military officer, and I remember where all of our uh, naval recruits would go and train, and uh, that was right down there in San Diego. And then they turned that over to the public, and they built a beautiful place called Liberty Station, and that really is what it's all about. America is a land of liberty. And I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, as a pastor here in California, sometimes those liberties are, uh, they seem to be disappearing at a rapid pace. And when we contended in uh, Thousand Oaks, California, uh, against the tyranny of the state imposing themselves against our First Amendment right and the governor declaring the church non-essential, uh, they came down on us, and uh, we we were given a restraining order and then brought in for contempt of court and on and on and on. Of course, the county dropped their case against us because with a virus that has a 99.5% survival rate, uh, there's 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 no way that they can justify suspending our First Amendment freedoms. And our church is not a super spreader. But one of the coolest things that happened in the midst of all that that turmoil and the trial uh, and and I, I I remember Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King used to say, I don't know what's worse, the voice of my enemies or the silence of my friends. But in the midst of all of that, it almost seemed as though uh, we were just being ostracized in the Christian community. And I remember one Sunday in particular as the church was packed, but there in the second row, first and second row, uh, was a group of people that were the most energetic, and they were beautiful people. And I knew they had to be from San Diego because only beautiful people can uh, be in San Diego. And there uh, were these these folks, husbands, wives, s- seated there, so energetic and excited. I come to find out it's Pastor Jurgen Matesius and his entire staff. They came up, and the next Sunday, they opened their church wide. And this man has been my friend ever since. He's the pastor of Awakened Church in San Diego. I want you to meet who I consider to be one of the bravest men on the planet. Jurgen, are you with us? Are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, there you are. What a beautiful I, I was getting ready to cheer on. I'm like, man, I want to be friends with that person on the second row. <laughs> well, that's you. <laughs> well, thank you for your friendship. And, you know, uh, courage is contagious. And um, you, you, you guys are super spreaders of courage. You're not super spreaders of a virus. You're super spreaders of courage, of virtue, of patriotism, of love of God, love of country, love of family. And uh, in our lives, ever since that Sunday, have been so much richer because of you and your example. Well, Jurgen, you, you shared uh, that there's two stories that deeply touched me. One in particular, you were talking about a Marine. Uh, when you... You 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 went back after coming to God Speak, and you you have multiple campuses there with Awakened Church throughout all of San Diego, and you went back. You opened yeah. up, and you told me a story about a Marine. Uh, can you share that with the folks? Because that just touched me deeply. Yeah, we had a we had a gentleman who had only uh, just just before 
you know, we got hit with the the COVID lockdowns and the shutdowns had uh, retired from the Marine Corps and then gone into civilian life. However, was grappling with PTSD from, you know, the many deployments. And unfortunately, you know, with, with a healthy economy, with him working, having employment, just trying to assimilate back into civilian culture with what he'd been through in warfare was hard enough. And then all of a sudden, Mussolini comes in and says, we got we got to uh, shutter all small business. Uh, you know, we've got to shutter our schools. We've got to lock people up. We've got to wear masks. We've got to stay inside. And he was, he was already struggling to cope. And so, you know, he, he did what, what you know, uh, most people do is they will self-medicate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his his his, you know, uh, significant other living with him had seen him on his worst days in a good economy, struggling with alcoholism, struggling with anger, struggling with coming to grips with the PTSD. Well, now it is it is amplified. And he is not coping, and they get into a row. It gets a little bit physical, and so she's like, "You know what? I'm out of here. I'm done. I didn't sign up with this. You're a loser." And and storms out. So he's lost his job. Now he's lost his girl. He can't get a hold of the PTSD. So he feels like he's got no other options. Mussolini is not giving him any options. There's nowhere that he can go. So he goes to his drawer beside his bed, he opens a drawer and he pulls out his Glock. He puts a bullet in the chamber, puts it in his mouth, pulls the trigger, and the bullet gets jammed. So he uh, he Uh. gets rid of that bullet out of the chamber, puts a second one in, puts it to his head. Just as he puts it to his head, his phone rings. Come on. And it's his dad. And he decides, you know what, and he pulls the trigger a second time, and the second bullet, doesn't 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 fire lodges in the in the cal, in the chamber so his dad rings back a second time so he thinks maybe maybe there's a god so he picks up the phone his dad said son i've had you on my heart since sunday i went to this church they're the only church open now no no this was literally two weeks after being at your your campus putting the courage in us that we need to open and we need to open fully. Two weeks later, a father comes on a Sunday. He calls his son saying, a son, I've had you on my heart mm. for three days. You need to come with me. They've got a Wednesday night service. It's, it's going to start in an hour. I'm driving by. I'm picking you up. You're wow. coming. Wow. The son, the, the former Marine says, well, I'm going to go to service. And then after service, I'll get, get my life right with God. I'll come home and I'll, I'll finish what I started here. Mm. Instead, he hears the message of Jesus Christ, the gospel, a God that turns our, turns our lives around, a God that heals, a God that saves, a God that delivers, a God that's for us. He gets so radically touched that from when he gets home, he keeps pestering his girlfriend, former girlfriend, you've got to come with me, you've got to come with me. She finally on Saturday relents and says, I've never seen you so persistent, all right, I'll come, but no promises, no strings attached. Sunday she comes first hand that goes up mm. is is um you know is her hand come on so they they come back he he tells her the story about the gun 
So he goes, yeah, yeah, there must be something wrong with the gun. He puts a third bullet in the chamber and points it at a potted plant in the backyard, pulls the trigger, <laughs> destroys the clay oh. pot the plant was in. Wow. And he said he just had goosebumps running up and down his his you know arms and neck yeah. because he realized, oh, my gosh, God saved me. And we had story like that again and again, but we would not have had that story had we not have visited God speak, had we not have uh, sat under the, the anointing of a man of God, a man of incredible courage, Rob McCoy. Well, uh, you, you give me credit, but I'll just tell you what, Jurgen. I visited your church, and you know when I'm there, I feel like a, a pair of brown shoes with a black tuxedo because you guys are doing it so well, and the lives you've touched in San Diego. And and I I, I had the chance to come down, and I, I know Charlie Kirk, who was with us yesterday on the program, has come and spoken at your church, and and to see how folks are responding in San Diego. Uh, to to this message of contending with tyranny that that God is the author of liberty, not man, and it's it's God's idea, and the church is to be the place where we have that freedom, and and you have been so faithful to put that message forward, Jurgen, you, you you have an Australian accent, the folks can pick it up, uh, but you also speak yeah. you also speak fluent German, and that's a that's an interesting combination because. You, you, your family immigrated. Uh, your your father escaped East Germany, and then you immigrated from yeah. your your parents immigrated from Germany to Australia. Your dad was a plumber, I think, or a tile guy. I, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, but but you shared a story about because we're watching absolute tyranny in Australia and New Zealand as they are in a lockdown state. It, it is a fascist state at this point. And and you were talking about how the, you know everyone says you know we need you know uh, uh, national health care and 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 we need the government to be in charge of everything. And you're in the beaches in San Diego. You're talking to surfers and they're talking about nationalized health care. I, I love how you handle that. With the time remaining before we go to the break, can you share that story about the one surfer talking about wanting free health care? And I, it's tragic. I mean, especially with your brother. And please forgive me. I'm laughing, but. It is so sad. No, it is good. funny. Yeah. So, so um, you know, the, the beauty of free health care is it's free. The problem with it is you get what you pay for. So uh, my, my brother, for fitness sake, decided he wanted to play, you know, go back to playing soccer. You know, being German raised, both of us, are, you know, soccer football fans. So he plays indoor soccer and, and uh, he makes it all the way through to the semifinals and they're the last game on the night. The kickoff is at 9 p.m. And anyway, quarter quarter hour into the game, um, he's running down the sideline. A guy slide tackles illegally and snaps his tibia and fibia. He's completely broken. Ugh. So they rush him. To the, well, they get him to the hospital. By the time they get him to the hospital, it's about quarter after 10. All the doctors have left. And, uh, and so, but he's got a broken leg. So all they have left is a fourth-year medical student. So the fourth year medical student says, well, you know, it's free health care. You don't get to choose your doctor. You don't get to choose anything else. You just take whatever you get. Yeah. So the, do- the fourth year medical student does the operation. And instead of joining the fibia to the fibia and the, and the broken tibia to the broken tibia, he, he puts oh. the fibia onto the tibia. And my brother for three months is in excruciating oh. pain, so much so that the doctor starts calling him a wimp and a wuss saying what's wrong with you. He's in a cast. He can't sleep at night. The, oh. the aching is incredible. 
they remove his cast. He takes a step, takes a step, and the leg snaps again. Oh. And, and then they realized it was all. And but by then, because of the three months, the 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 bones are no longer soft. That they've calcified, so they've got to do another operation. They've got to take bone from his hip, and they've got to fuse it into. So he's got this giant lump on his leg uh, that looks kind of his leg looks all deformed. Uh, instead of a simple operation, it's de- he's got a deformity on his leg, courtesy of. Free healthcare. Yeah, but it's free, mate. Right? Yeah, right. That's exactly what you say. Yeah. So, so for so so for so, Jurgen. So for folks tuning in, <laughs> KPRZ KKLA. I'm with uh, Pastor Jurgen Matesius of Awakened Church in San Diego, and he's he's recounting a tragic story. Yet I can't help but it's funny. Uh, as tragic as it is, uh, about the misery of free health care. Uh, and, and your mom suffered under this as well. I mean, they... they. Yeah, she died because of it. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Jürgen. She but, died because of it. But I, I, yeah. I, I see the stories with your father escaping East Germany uh, and your family immigrating to Australia and, and, and witnessing a nation that once had freedom and now has embraced socialism with this quote unquote free health care your your family has suffered under this, and you come to the United States and it's no surprise to me that you are a clarion call you are a voice of freedom to all the folks in San Diego, especially as awakened church now you have you have contended with the county there tell folks in in, in our remaining time what what you've had to put up with there. Oh my gosh! So, like like you guys, we've been issued fines and cease and desist, and you know we need to shut down. We've been vilified and lied about in the in the media. Um, you know, it, it has been relentless. I we had another pastor from another church come in and see my business manager, and he said, "Listen, we followed you guys like you followed Rob McCoy, and then we got this five thousand dollar fine." Uh, and he said, you know, well, what, 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 what do I do with it? And my <laughs> business manager's brilliant. He just calls him into his office, says, come around here. And he pulls open his drawer, and the entire drop top drawer is just filled with fines. He goes, yeah, I just keep them in my drawer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would, I, would tell, I would tell anyone who inquired uh, from the county if, if, when they put the pressure on I said, look, well, I'll see the inside of a jail cell before you see a dime of that money. And when we have them in this discovery phase with the cross complaint, asking to 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 see the data that would justify them suspending our inalienable rights under this act of yeah. emergency that's only supposed to be 60 days, that it's, it's endlessly continued. And the judge, Judge Walsh, threw out our cross complaint stating that there's no longer an emergency. Then we appealed to the California Supreme Court saying, then lift the emergency if the governor's attorneys are saying there's no emergency you can't have it both ways that's right and and they're coming after us Jurgen. and you have been relentless and faithful tell me how that's affected your church have people left because you are you are a rebel have they left because you're not submitting to tyrannical authority have they left has your giving dropped tell everybody about the tragedy of contending with tyranny what's happened to awaken you, you know what? All of those things you just uh, highlighted 
were warnings that I got from uh, the, the people Martin Luther King described as the silence of my friends. So yep. my friends, through this whole thing was silent until we decided we're going to open, we're going to be courageous, we're going to stand for liberty, we're going to stand for First Amendment, we're going to stand for our Constitution, we're going to stand for freedom. They came saying, you're going to lose people, you're going to you know, lose income, you, you know, don't do this. I had one prominent leader say, oh, whatever you do, don't do this. I know a pastor who went back and he's only got 20% of the people and, and it's divisive and it's destructive. It's, it's, a, it's a death sentence. It, you're committing spiritual suicide, all of those things. What we found is that, sure, we lost a few people, but my gosh, we have people that now like you guys that drive for two hours to come to church because they they want to go to a place where there's liberty and freedom we we cannot get over the number of of uh, attendee growth that we've had i think we're in the the percent of about 160 percent growth wow since we opened so it was the exact opposite of the intimidating bullies who were silent to stand up to Mussolini, but very, very vocal on using almost like a, a hand-pecking pecking order that, that, hey, don't you stand out, don't you stand up, don't you stand for, you stand down with us and you be silent with us. And I'm so grateful, again, for your courage, leadership, and example, because we, when we were with you, there were three services packed to the rafters when we were with you. And I'm just like, people are desperate for freedom. You know how desperate they are for freedom, Jurgen? I have a gift of preaching a church down to a manageable size. And I look out on Sunday and the church is packed and I say, you guys are desperate. <laughs> and and then oftentimes I'll say something that's a little edgy and I go, you guys can leave if you don't like it, but where are you going to go? And they all start laughing. But, but but there is an awakening in this country that liberty is God's idea. It's not man's idea. And 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 no governor has the right to separate God's creator creation from him and and his creation to worship him. He he has opened up a can uh, uh, of Jesus that he will not get the lid on. And I you know you compliment me, but I am rubber and you are glue. Your compliment bounces off me and sticks to you. You are amazing. Tell folks how they can get connected with Awaken Church in San Diego. Um, yeah, just go to our website, www.awakenchurch.com. And incidentally, we've got Charlie Kurt coming tomorrow Come on. at 12 noon to our San Marcos campus to do a, a recall Newsom rally. I'm going to be so, there. So we, we didn't just, oh, you're so amazing. So we didn't decide to just, uh, you know, speak out. We, we, we thought, well, let's just double down on this. Let's get. Well, I, I think I, I, I must have lost him there, but uh, Jurgen, you gave us the connection with Awakened Church. You are my hero. Uh, I love you. You bless me more than you know. Uh, San Diego being my hometown to realize that there's a place of faith there, so remarkable. All the listeners at KPRZ, folks in KKLA, listen, this is how it's supposed to be done. And we're so thankful for brave men like Pastor Jurgen Metesius. And I uh, look forward to you all being with us in the next segment. we got someone special, so stick around. God bless you.
Well, we're here with SoCal Live at KPRZ KKLA. I'm Pastor Rob McCoy, the guest host for today's program. And uh, the the uh, the, <laughs> the phone went dead with Pastor Jurgen, and uh, there was still something I wanted to ask him, and I asked him if he'd come back, and he said he would. So, Jurgen, uh, come on back. Are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Glad now, to be back. I'm not sure what happened. One minute you were there, the next minute I thought, where, where have I gone? Well, it's such a good story that the enemy doesn't want that to get through, but greater is he who's in us and he's in the world. So we, we just keep fighting back. Hey, listen, um, uh, you, you got the same thing I got. And uh, the, the judge said this actually to my attorney, and he said, ask your client about the second greatest commandment to uh, love your neighbor as yourself. And, and of course, we know Jesus spoke when asked what's the greatest commandment. And he said, well, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law of the prophets. And we get accused of not loving our neighbor because we expose them to this virus. And then uh, you've also probably gotten this one, and I want you to comment on it. Romans 13 I mean, that one is the one that I just get hammered on time and time again by, by yeah. my brothers, yeah. where the, the, the Scripture says, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. And then this is the part they forget, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you'll have praise from the same, for they are God's minister to you for good. And that's the part they forget, that they are in authority, but they yep. govern by our consent. The real authority in America is we, the people, and then legislators govern by our consent, and they're bound by the Constitution. If they violate that, they're not doing anything for our good. And our birth certificate says it's our right and our duty. So you and I contend with both of those. How did you handle the love thy neighbor and I'll I'll share with you kind of later, but but talk to us all because that's the one you know we get beat up on. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like just for example, like the latest stats that um, have come out of um, Australia, you know, like you've correctly uh, identified has literally become a, a, a communist totalitarian state. So. Uh, deaths in the first five months of this year in the state of Victoria, which is the the most locked down state in Australia, deaths from COVID for for the first five months of this year, COVID deaths zero, suicides two hundred and seventy six. Mm. New South Wales, which was the state that that Leanne and I were from, where sit you know Sydney, Wollongong, suicides four hundred and forty four deaths first half of the year. COVID deaths, zero. Yeah, that's that's unconscionable. That's just evil. It's 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 pure evil. It's pure tyrannical, totalitarian dictatorship. I mean, put every 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 adjective you want on there. It is disgusting. So when we opened, we had to open because we hadn't lost anybody to COVID, but we'd had four people take their lives to suicide because they felt there was no hope. There was no faith. There was no future. There was that they were just struggling, overcome with anxiety, with fear, with helplessness and hopelessness. So we found that actually loving our neighbor was was being brave enough, courageous enough to open our doors. And we did what what you guys did. We bought um, 
you know, machinery that went through our, uh, polar ionization. Yeah, you, UV lights and ionization machines. UV lights and ionization machines, yeah. right. Yeah, and so we minimized the risk. And, and like you, um, we, we began to study, and we've got a number of medical practitioners in our church saying, hey, uh, what, what we're hearing from government and what we're seeing on the street seem to be two diametrically opposed narratives. Exactly. And what we're actually seeing is, is it doesn't have the severity. So we're going we're gonna to lock down for the possibility of point. Zero one. That's the death rate in San Diego right. of COVID. Right. With all the people who didn't die of, but including all the people who died with COVID, but they died of heart attack, obesity, cancer. Yeah, influenza's it's, disappeared. Including those, it's zero point zero one percent. So they want us to lock down, shut down, mask up, vaccinate for zero point zero one percent. Whereas people that have had their businesses absolutely shuttered and destroyed. Children. We just had a 13-year-old commit suicide because of of the the forced mandatory mandatory mask wearing at school, mm. not being able to be at school, being at school online. It, 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 those are those are deaths that are 100% deaths, and uh, and and they want us to shut down, saying, "Hey, you love your neighbor if and- you shut down." for a possibility of a 0.01% death rate. It, it just doesn't make sense. And you want to talk about life expectancy uh, and, and the average death rate of, of a COVID patient, um, the, the the median age of a, of a COVID patient that, that has succumbed to the virus, whether it's with or from, but how do, how do you how do you justify a, a a teenager committing suicide? I mean, their entire life has been taken from them. And and then what I had said to the judge, and and for folks who are joining us, I, I'm with I'm with Pastor Jurgen Matesius from Awaken Church in San Diego. For all of you with KPRZ and KKLA, this is the the bravest man in San Diego in my estimation who has defied the governor, has kept his his churches remained open, loving on his people. declaring that great commandment to love your neighbors yourself. It comes at a cost for them as they're being fined every Sunday. And yet, Jurgen, when the judge asked me that question, or actually asked my attorney, I turned to the judge and I said, we do love our neighbor, judge. We love love the elderly who've had to die alone. We, We love the abused who have been quarantined with their abuser. We love the children whose schools have been shuttered, even though they have a 99.9972% survival rate and more kids die of suicide or drowning in bathtubs than they do of COVID. We love the 65% of our small business owners whose businesses will never reopen because they've been just shuttered by this violation of of their 15th Amendment, endless amendments where they've taken their property basically and, and have not remunerated them. And and they don't they don't even get it. And now we're looking at a violation of the Seventh Amendment, where the 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 the, the pharmaceutical companies have no liability on this mRNA in, in injection, and we're watching thirteen year olds die of myocarditis. And it says in the Seventh Amendment, for any case twenty dollars or more, you get trial by a jury, and you're not even allowed to come after the pharmaceutical companies. And they say that it's FDA approved, but that portion that's been FDA approved hasn't even gone to market yet. That's not what's on what's being injected into our children. And I just have to say, Jurgen, wow. Jurgen, you guys love your neighbor. And and when we look at Israel, yes. 
we look at Israel, who has the highest vaccination rate of any nation in, in the world, and, and these folks that have had both doses, over 80% of the people in, in ICU in the emergency room have all been double vaccinated. Now they're going for the third jab. And, and then you, you contrast that with Sweden, no lockdowns, no forced mandatory injections, and, and they, they have herd immunity. America has four, a little over 4% of the world's population. We're responsible for 20% of the deaths, and the lion's share of those deaths are all in states and specifically cities that have had these draconian measures. Jurgen, you're doing the right thing. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, some of our church leaders, you know, uh, that I won't name, but that that we've looked up to, that we've, you know, that have been, you know, the voice of Christendom and, you know, front page of... Our heroes, our our, our heroes. Yeah, have all gone, you know, woke and silent and said, no, 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 you know, wearing a mask, like, like, the mask has, there's, there's not one study that has come out saying that the mask either protects you from contracting the virus or prevents the spread of the virus. There's not one that's conclusive. But if I, if I wanted to prolong a respiratory, and that's what, that's what COVID is, it's a SARS virus, a severe acute respiratory syndrome, I would say the greatest way to increase your chances of contracting it is wear a mask all day, same mask, so it's got your pathogens, your bacteria, all the germs in there. You're breathing in the carbon dioxide you're meant to be exhaling at dangerous levels, compromising your respiratory system. That's going to elevate your chances to get it. You're better off outside, fresh air, sunshine, breathing, breathing in clean air. Just what we're yeah. hearing from... Uh, from Fauci and from the CDC, not only is it changing every other month, but it seems to contradict yeah. science. Yeah. Well, and and we need vitamin D. I mean, get out in the sunshine. And and I don't I don't ostracize or pick on the folks that wear a mask in our congregation. That's all right. Come wear a mask. You're you're not going to be picked on. Uh, but but don't don't despise the folks who don't. The, uh, the, the church yeah. should be the greatest place of freedom in America. We're not super spreaders. Exactly. They don't have the data for that. That's right. And they can't pick on us. Well, Jurgen, you have you have blessed me yet again. Uh, I'm 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 excited for the folks in KPRZ there in San Diego to know that there's a pastor like you in in that town and all of the pastors for the different satellite uh, churches that you have that are all connected with Awaken. You're doing amazing work. I love you. I can't wait to come down and hang out with you. And uh, I want to, if I guess toast again, you're going to be on. That's all there is to it. And that's, I'm not asking for permission. I'm just telling you. (laughs) It would be my pleasure. Anything we can do. I feel like God put me in your world to be an Aaron or a her and uh, hold up your arms because, you know, you're you're such a, a general in the spirit realm well, and in the kingdom. And uh, I just want to say thank you and just honor you. You, Michelle, your beautiful family. Th- you th- guys are just, just warriors for God. Thank you. Thank you, Jurgen. You bless me more than tongue can tell. Well, folks, uh, thanks for joining us SoCal Live. We're going to come back with another guest, Cordy Williams, uh, cool guy. So everyone at KPRZ and KKLA, stick around for SoCal Live. Next guest, Cordy Williams. God bless you guys.
Well, thank you for joining us, SoCal Live. This is Pastor Rob McCoy, the guest host. Folks at KPRZ, KKLA, thanks for joining us. We're covering all of Southern California. We just had uh, Pastor Jurgen Matesius there at Awaken Church, a fearless minister of the gospel who is standing and contending with the tyranny of this governor whose church has literally exploded, opened up. People are coming to Christ. It's an amazing work of God. And one of his congregants is my next guest, and I I, I met this man serendipitously through uh, watching him at the Capitol contending with the governor, and he is he's a veteran, a, a former Marine. No, he's a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Semper Fi. He's Dr. Cordy, Dr. Cordy Williams, and I was invited to come and speak on his show. I was on vacation down in San Diego visiting my family. And I said, why don't I come in station? And I did. And because the two of us connected, that's how I ended up getting a guest host here on uh, on the SoCal show because of what Cordy did for me. And so, Cordy, you're a blessing. I welcome you to the program. Uh, you, you, your, your show's called Unfettered Patriot. I'm going to call you the megaphone marine. Uh, Dr. Cordy is a doctor of chiropractic, and you are beyond that just a super cool human being and a great patriot. Welcome, Cordy. Wow. Well, that that is quite an intro, Pastor Rob. I'm honored, um, absolute honor to do anything with you because um, I have a whole long list of things that I could say that are very nice and flattering and loving about you. Um, I feel the same way, brother. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, my pleasure, and don't bore the people with it. So so let's talk about you, man. <laughs> uh, now, now, Cordy, uh, you, you have this show, and it, I think it runs on Saturdays. Is that correct? It does. It runs on Saturdays at 9 a.m., so right in the morning there, folks can tune in, and, and we try to bring something, you know, about the Constitution, really getting some uncensored voices out there, which, thank God for shows like yours, because, you know, I think, Rob, honestly, more and more we're going to need to go to radio and these other oh, yeah. outlets again that maybe we haven't accessed in a while. Well, I'll tell you, Cordy, uh, it's okay. I don't have to call you Dr. Cordy. Everyone else do it. I'm just going to call you Cordy because no, you, you call me Rob. You can call me your gracious awesome. forthright. Yeah, forthright. There you go. There yeah. You go. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep it that way. But but uh, uh, talking about that, KPRZ, KKLA, Salem Network, all of these folks, you know, they they don't necessarily agree with the stuff I'm always going to say or you're going to say, but they believe in the First Amendment and the freedom of speech. And radio is the last great gift to America because we're watching big tech censor the daylights out of us. And everyone used to go to that, but folks are coming back to radio, and this is a place where freedom rings. And, Cordy, you're doing it every Saturday. How did, Having served in the United States Marine Corps, how did you get involved in being this, this unfettered patriot and this voice of, of liberty uh, across the country? What inspired you? I mean, you, you've got a successful career as a chiropractor. Talk to me. Yeah, well, you know, I appreciate you saying that. You know, we— we just, when the lockdowns came around, uh, around Pastor Rob, we just kind of felt, you know, the Lord was telling us that we needed to do something. We needed to rise up. Uh, my wife comes home one day, and, you know, after about a month and a half of it, and we both were, you know, we were, we were against the masking from the get-go. We didn't do six feet of distancing. We didn't shut down an office. It was business as usual. Because when you take somebody's health, because I got, you know, I believe God heals everybody, um, through through his power, and that's why people get better. By his stripes, we're all healed. And I just, I wasn't going to make my practice a war zone. And so, you know, I prayed for a legacy and, and really wanted the Lord to do something just more expansive in my life because I felt like 
Um, he was just kind of tugging on me. I felt like he had something bigger he wanted me to do. So when COVID came around, she and I started um, going to rallies, my wife Tanya and I. And probably on the third rally, uh, we saw some just really, really unconstitutional, to say the least, activity um, by the CHP up there. And it wasn't – I love police officers. It wasn't them. It was the orders they were taken from Newsom. There were probably 300, 400 uh, armed riot gear police. You know they look uh, they, they women Cordy, them to the ground. Cordy, they look like yeah. They look like the Praetorian Guard, and I remember this that they were they were standing in opposition, and this is a peaceful crowd. There'd been no violence. They yeah. they are looking like the Praetorian Guard. They are just stacked next to each other. And you grab that megaphone and you begin to appeal to them to the oath of office, the same one you took as a United States Marine that these CHP officers took and I took as a city councilman and as the mayor of the city of Thousand Oaks to swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And you began to appeal to them that they are weaponizing government against the citizens as opposed to yeah. defending their inalienable rights and, and adhering to the Constitution. You, that's what you did. I remember it vividly. Tell folks about that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it just got to the point, Pastor Rob, where I was, uh, you know, after seeing all these atrocious things happen, and the night before Newsom had pulled the permits for this real peaceful protest that we had, uh, I just got ticked off. And, and you know, I don't normally – you know, I've, I've I've spoken in front of crowds prior to that, and big crowds, but, uh, I, you know, that I don't know why that happened other than the Holy Spirit just guided me there. And I just went up there, turned my hat backwards, got, got PO'd, and, and was able to talk them down off this embankment, and some of them took off their, their gear and stuff like that, and it, it appeared that they backed down. And then we launched my nonprofit, 1776 Forever Free, um, three days later, and we've been going around the country for the last 15 months. T- tell, yeah. everybody, tell everybody about that nonprofit, because n- not only is it good work that you're doing, which it is, it, it's tremendous work that you're doing, but more than that, I got to tell you, Cordy, you guys have the coolest shirt. I see everybody wearing these <laughs> things, I, I, and you gave me one, but I, I got to buy more. Tell me how to get them. Yeah, you go to 1776foreverfree.com. Um, the shop is right there. You can, get, you can get hats, shirts, tanks. We have some new stuff coming out. Um, obviously it's, it's a, um, a tax write-off to get the clothing. Um, you can donate there as well. And basically we're just trying to get the constitution in the minds of everybody out there that we possibly can and stand up for people's rights. Like, you know, all these military folks that are being forced to get the jab right now, Pastor Rob, we've got a, a basically a little way that we're going to start to educate them about how to fight back with the religious exemption. You know, and, and I would say to, to folks out there, if you're wondering how to get a religious exemption, uh, you can also go to godspeak.com. I will give a religious exemption to anyone who believes this one question and you answer it correctly. Do your rights come from God or do they come from man? And if you do not want to take this experimental injection and you you believe your rights come from God, we at Godspeak Church will give you a religious exemption. Just go to godspeak.com. You'll see the link. We've done thousands of these. You, and, Cordy, you know any military personnel that needs a religious exemption, I'll sign it. This is unconscionable what they're doing to us, this administration. It is a complete violation. And and there there's no success in 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 this shot. And for our young Marines, especially as we're watching uh, myocarditis and, and, and heart issues that are, are plaguing them, seeing all these things happening to young, healthy soldiers, 
and and they're they're not even they're not even at risk. It, it's just tragic. Uh, are you seeing that in San Diego with a, a lot of these military personnel, especially in your practice? Yeah, I mean, I have, um, you know, probably my practice is thirty percent Marines, uh, MARSOC, Marine uh, uh, Special Operations capable, and um, I was able to get a hold of a chaplain um, from Florida. And I was able to get this gentleman to give me about 45 pages of current documentation around COVID that tells them if they don't accept their religious exemption and they're about to get out of the Marine Corps, because one of the things we're finding, Pastor Rob, is that they're trying to literally dishonorably discharge and court-martial guys who are two weeks from being done with their enlistment or two months out. And so we're going to give them a roadmap through these documents that they can download through the newsletter and that they'll be able to get on the site. I got to get them to you as well. Yeah, send them send like, them to me, send them to me. Yeah, please send them to me. Uh we're 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 going to go to commercial, but send them to me and and we'll put post them at godspeak.com. And for all of you at KPRZ, KKLA, this is Cordy Williams. His his work is unbelievable. And your exploratory committee, I don't have time to go into it, but I'm thinking you're thinking about running for senator. If you do, call me. I'm the first one behind you. You bless me, brother. You're, you're bigger than life. Thank you for joining us today. You rock. I'm, I'm honored, Pastor Rob. Love you, brother. God bless you. Love you, too. Well, thank you for joining SoCal Live. We'll be back with Governor Mike Huckabee and Senator Shannon Grove. It's going to be an amazing hour. We'll see you in a bit, folks. Thanks for joining us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.